open your cerebral cortex and shift your lobes into upper beta phase because you are going to have Bitcoin knowledge transmitted directly into your vestibulocochlear. Your host at Bitcoin Knowledge is Trace Mayer, an early Bitcoin advocate since it cost a quarter, but this is not intended to be investment advice. A doctor of jurisprudence, but this is definitely not legal advice. And an investor in core cryptocurrency infrastructure, including Armory, BitPay, Kraken, and Mitagio, but this is not a recommendation of those services. Here, you get fed via direct mind download with pure and free Bitcoin knowledge. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast. We have a wonderful interview today with Jeremy Welch. He's the CEO of CASA. They do key management. They actually provide customer service uh, and ship out full nodes that have the Bitcoin blockchain preloaded and also Lightning Network. So welcome to the podcast, Jeremy. Thanks for having me on, Trace. Yeah, first, you know, kind of a short apology. I ran into one of your guys at the BitDevs meetup last night, and I'm on West Coast time, so... Uh, it's like four o'clock in the morning, but you know we're getting this banged out for uh, proof of keys, just to kind of help people. I, I just feel the topic's so important. So you know, on that, could you perhaps give us a little bit of introduction? Like, what do you guys do at Casa? Like, what's dri- Like, what drives you guys? Like, what? Why is this so important? Sure. So um, we've all, you know, we we a number of people on the team have been in the community for a while. Um, we recognize that user experience and customer service. Uh, which is not at the level it could be. Um, and so we we built out on, on a number of factors, on a number of areas. Specifically, the first thing we built is around key management. Uh, we call it the best personal key system on the planet, Keymaster. Um, and that ties into some customer service. And the uh, the narrow specific thing that we, or, or specific uh, scheme, key scheme that we set up first is a three of five multi-sig. So it is focused on kind of high net worth individuals and um, uh, early Bitcoin holders um, hodlers, uh, but we it is it is built so that you have uh, multi device, multi location, multi signature, um, and gives you protections against five dollar wrench attacks, against evil made attacks, against uh, even supply chain attacks for you know various providers. Um, started there, and then we've moved into we launched a uh, the Casa node for Bitcoin and Lightning, and we've simplified the Lightning setup, uh, Bitcoin full node setup process. And uh, again, we're stuffing more and more in, you know, providing more and more uh, simple solutions to our clients for uh, running their own sovereignty. Yeah. So when we're talking about this proof of keys initiative, you know, where on January 3rd every year, let's withdraw all of our Bitcoin from any third party service to keys that we control individually and also where we do our own network consensus. You know, we'll, we'll get into talking about the keys a little bit later. But you ship out this this full node, both for Bitcoin and for Lightning Network. Could you perhaps talk a little bit about why network consensus is so important? Sure. So uh, ultimately, Bitcoin is not protected by, you know, Bitcoin is protected by the entire network, by having um, individual users that are running their own nodes, that are validating the chain. And, uh, you know, it's not, uh, I think we've, we've seen this case a number of times now, including with uh, the whole Node Two X um, uh, movement, and I, I, the users will protect the chain and will validate the chain, and regardless of what miners or, or big service providers want to do, um, that's the way that Bitcoin is going to stay as strong as it is today. 
Um, and so it's really important that, that people are validating their own transactions, that people are validating the chain itself and contributing to the network in that way. Yeah, so not to get too far into the weeds, uh, but what about Blockstream's satellites and how that plays into this this kind of role of network consensus? Like, what do you think of that? Sure. So I, I think that the biggest thing that they contribute is, all, you know, an alternative uh, connection method. So I think that um, in mesh networking, there's there, there are increasing incentives to have all kinds of uh, connection types. We've experimented. One of our one of our engineers um, built a a connection to an Iridium satellite, so you could still pull down data and uh, and connect to the blockchain that wasn't through Blockstream service. There's Blockstream service. Uh, there are new mesh networking companies. There's going to be all types of new connection opportunities, and that's going to be really important as uh, you know, as as this ecosystem develops, what what type of uh, advantages could you see in terms of the importance of that? I mean, perhaps there's protection against five dollar wrench attacks because not even your ISP knows that you're running a Bitcoin full node. Yeah, or when just you're trying cutting to res- you off, yeah, just- or cutting you off. You know, when you're receiving that full blockchain, I mean, we're talking gigabytes of information. Right. But you know, if you're doing that pat like in a f- passive way with a satellite dish. Nobody even knows that you've downloaded correct. that blockchain. Correct, correct. And I, I would put it, you know, I, I think increasingly, you know, we have Chainalysis. We have, I, I think we're going to reach a world to where everyone has Bitcoin. Um, and in that world, you know, I, I think a lot more about user experience, protecting against, again, $5 wrench attacks and these other types of attacks. Um, we are very privacy uh, sensitive at Casa, but, but I do think we're going to get to a world and there are going to be trade-offs based on kind of usability and privacy. But ultimately, I think the bigger thing around the satellite is that, um, you know, how many times does your Comcast connection just get cut off? And it's one thing if it's just you're watching a football game or you're, you know, you're doing something else on the internet and and the um, your internet connection gets cut off and then you reconnect it an hour later. It's another thing entirely if you're trying to send a Bitcoin transaction. So having multiple connections into the network uh, satellites, mesh networking, all this kind of stuff is going to become more and more important. Well, when we're talking about the the satellites, I, I kind of see their role more passively where you're receiving the blockchain as opposed to actually sending the transactions into the network. We, we can send the transactions in a vast majority of ways. For example, you could connect to you know blockchain.info uh, forward slash push TX via Tor and like copy and paste the hex and submit the transaction or do it on coinbin, C-O-I-N-B.in, you know, and connect to that via Tor or send it via SMS text message. Right, right, right. Like people can do that via ham radio. I mean, how crazy is that to like be broadcasting transactions with ham radio where there's like no origination point on that? Because we're talking about like these companies like Chainalysis that are just constantly throwing out transactions and everything, trying to figure out who the different nodes are right. and then trying to track down like where transactions originate from. And even with stuff like Dandelion, I mean, we're having to make a trade-off between, you know, trying to obscure the point of origin of transactions, but also DDoS attack protection right. on yep. the network. So, I mean, it's not like and then we don't want to increase the code complexity for future Bitcoin developers. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to kind of weigh here. And if right. people want to, to claim that privacy in particular aspects of how they interact with Bitcoin, they just have to kind of figure out how to do that themselves, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Right now, I mean, I think again, there's going to be a better and better better user experience around this. Um, uh, you know, using Tor, using a VPN, uh, no matter where your connection is originating, um, there will be more and more ways to do this. But it, it, you're going to see improvements. There's now incentive for there to be improvements across the board. So just around key management, just around again, kind of managing your own node, then connectivity. Um, and then these, you know, a, a kind of privacy obscuring features, whether it's just your network or actually sending the transaction out. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are selling full node uh, hardware. <laughs> you probably like this proof of keys uh, initiative, huh? Yeah, like, what it's are great. Your general proof of keys of is awesome. I mean, we're we're definitely big supporters, um, but I I think it's really important. I mean, we've we've been trying to drive an area where people are more aware of your keys. We think that today we're in a case to where. Um, you know, Coinbase and some of the others, it's like the AOL version of the internet. Coinbase is basically AOL. And I think that, uh, you know, the real, the real power of Bitcoin, the real power of the network, uh, there are going to be entirely new businesses and entirely new internet applications that are built using, uh, Bitcoin. And we're really interested in kind of getting there quicker. And I think that to get there quicker, we have to have better key management, um, you know, node in every home. Like this, this world is going to come to fruition. The incentives are there now. Yeah, and Lightning Network's fun, and twenty nineteen is going to be the year. Oh, it's of the awesome, lab, right? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, we did not expect we we were we were going to throw up a hundred of these nodes, and we really built them for our core client base initially, um, that around the three to five key service, and we opened up a hundred to the um, to the to the broader community, um, and we want to continue doing that. Anything we develop around kind of our direct clients, we've been opening up and giving to the broader community. We've got a few more things like that coming out, but for the node, uh, we threw up a hundred and we thought that they'd maybe sell over the course of a month. Um, there were full, a couple other node products out at the time that we've been supportive of. And we told our clients to even use, and, um, they, we sold out at a hundred in the first hour. So the pace really picked up much faster than we expected. And we've been shipping as fast as we can. Um, but you'll, you know, I, I think you can see the the node numbers ticking up pretty fast on a lot of the explorers out there, and we're we're really excited to see that. Well, well that Lightning Network, it's vaporware, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right? That's what everybody says <laughs> until you start using yeah, it, and yeah, it's yeah. like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is so cool! I the first time buy Satoshi's stuff on place, <laughs> yeah, the first time someone like draws on Satoshi's place, and I, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, and you got to tinker with this stuff. I mean, we're on the forefront of all this. Like, let's find some bugs, lose some money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't put a lot on your lightning node, but like, yeah. at least play with it. Stay reckless, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and Andres is like, reckon he is totally reckless. <laughs> I've actually known him for years in the space. He's, he's quite fun. Um, so what are the advantages of just an initiative like proof of keys to the individual, to the community as a whole, like what are some of these advantages and like advantages sure. of running your own full nodes and stuff? Sure. Well, not, you know, not your keys, not your Bitcoin. Um, I ultimately control of wealth, control of data. It's all going to come down to control of keys and the, 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 you know, using an interface, using UX, like those things can be built to manage keys. And that's what we've put a lot of emphasis on. But <clears throat> I think that, um, uh, I, I think to, again, to get to this world and to really give people control, they're going to have to manage their keys. Um, similarly, with a you know Bitcoin full node, uh, we do think it'd be great if we can get the user experience to the point to where my mom and you know I, everybody's mother right can uh, can pop good, in a good node and like, yeah, it's just like I think it's I think it's going to happen though because if you look at the the progress of going from the Apple One to the Apple Two to the iMac to the iPhone and 
you know, current Mac computers, that user experience, yeah, it took 20 years, 30 years, but we're here now to where my mom can go buy uh, a, um, a computer kind of off the shelf and plug it in and use it. And I, we're going to get to that point. We have to find the right use cases and find the right user experience. But again, I think a lot of this just comes down to incentives and people protecting themselves and um, <clears throat> running a full node is part of that. Managing your keys is part of that. Getting um, educated. Yeah, getting educated generally. Um, but, uh, but a lot of that is better through experimentation and actually you know, using some of these products. And so that's kind of, again, what we've been hoping with the Lightning Network. It's still an early product with our Lightning node, um, but it, it works. It's, you know, it's easy to transact and um, we're trying to build more and more on top of that. Yeah, so I actually haven't used like a cost node or any of this. But what are the disadvantages that are associated with it? Sure. So um, ultimately, for anyone that's it's it's a little less customizable. Um, we have heard people complain that it's you know it's pre-synced. Uh, we do offer actually the ability for you to sync from scratch. But so that's, that's part of the in. that's part of the value proposition, like not having to sync right however many gigs. That's the trade-off, gig, right? Right, right. We again we wanted something that was plug and play, uh, but I think that ultimately. Um, you know, it does, it, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, you're going to suck down some bandwidth even b- when it's pre-synced, but that's not going to be any more than, you know, most people download, uh, gigs and when they're watching football games right. or, uh, you know, Netflix or something. So I, there's, it's not going to hit, be a huge hit there. Um, there is, again, there's a little bit of learning curve, but we've, we've made that a little easier. And then, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't think the disadvantages are, are that big there. Um, and you can, you know, the keys are managed fully on that device. So it's, you know, Casa doesn't know anything about that. Um, and so we're, we're trying to build it in that direction. But, but long term, you know, it's going to take a while for it to really get to the kind of every well, man to be able to use well, it. Well, Casa doesn't know anything about the private keys or the public keys? The private keys or the public keys for the Lightning and Bitcoin nodes. Um, so we do have, we have a key management service, three to five premium service. Uh, kind of like does have a, uh, Kind of, kind of. I mean, in our, in our service... It uses several different devices. Um, it, the, the user holds four different keys that they generate themselves that we are, we are not involved in that key generation process. So we have, um, there's no way we can attack the user or attack their key, key set, multi-sig key set. Uh, we have a, a single key out of that five, so one out of the five, that we use as an emergency recovery service. So this is separate from the node. Uh, over time, we will integrate them, and we will allow you to kind of manage your keys across the ser- across multiple devices. But um, right now, with that three or five key service, we provide a again a kind of emergency key, and we provide a twenty four seven service. So for anyone that has a lot of Bitcoin, um, that's not sleeping well at night, that is rolling, we have a lot of clients that used to roll their own setup, uh, multi sig setup. Uh, Jameson himself, you know, had his had his own multi-sig setup, and it was a lot of his, his insights. We uh, tailored this very closely after Glacier Protocol, um, but we wanted to make a much more usable version and something that had that felt a little bit more like a private banker with twenty four seven available customer service. We have all of our clients. We have uh, we actually maintain a stock of Trezors and Ledgers. You can go buy a Trezor and Ledger directly off the shelf somewhere uh, and use that, or um, we have stock because we never wanted our clients to ever have an issue anywhere in the world. You know, they call us and within five minutes, we're, we're headed to go ship them overnight a device. Anywhere yeah. In the world. Yeah. So this is part of the security versus convenience trade-off. Mm-hmm. You know, people are giving up some security or sovereignty in that area, but in benefit, they're getting 
someone they can call on the phone. Uh, but you know that person that they call might know something about balances or or pub keys or stuff like that. Yeah, and we've been very transparent about that. That you know, in, in, in our case, we do uh, severely limit any kind of internal knowledge, uh, any kind of internal kind of client uh, knowledge. Um, we minimize our footprint significantly. Um, it is impossible for us to attack those funds or attempt to take those funds. But in terms of some knowledge, we would as a company. Uh, our client advisors would have knowledge that's similar to how your private banker, right, would know some of the basics of your account information, but others in the organization and a bank wouldn't know the information. So we are kind of uh, siloing inside the organization. Uh, but that is that is a really important point around the trade-off security and usability. Um, there's not we, we the, the biggest thing that we found we found a bunch of great products out there. You have Glacier Protocol, you have Armory, you have Electrum, you have a number of Bitcoin uh, Core, yeah, Bitcoin Core, right? That, that and the for a lot, a lot the, of attention lately. That's right, that's right. And for a lot of those, uh, you know, software packages, they're great. And there, are, but but there's this whole class of users that when they try to use some of those software uh, pieces, they're not as technically adept, and they end up shooting themselves in the foot. And so we were specifically kind of going after this niche. We found that there are there is a lot of Bitcoin that's lost just based off of user error. So we wanted to increase security, which we've done again by kind of spreading you across multiple devices, multiple locations. But we also wanted to help protect you from, you know, just making a stupid user error. And that comes from the 24-7 service, better yeah. user experience. And we're, you know, we're trying to fill that niche. Yeah, well, we, we noticed that at Armory. I mean, we, you know, didn't officially offer any customer support. But, you know, if people came on the forums and asked questions and stuff, like, we try to be helpful and we found that the vast majority of people who lost Bitcoin did it through some type of incompetence on their own, usually by not properly printing out their backup yeah. or printing out a backup at all. That's why we had a physical backup. Yeah, yeah. And and we had we had over four million Bitcoin that was stored in Armory that Amazing. people came and actually asked us for customer support about. So who knows how much more was stored, like that that people didn't even tell us about, right? Right. Um so like let's you mentioned like you you hold stocks of treasures and ledgers and stuff like that. What about this ledger thing? I mean, it's closed source firmware. Sometimes it's automatically updated. Like we're talking about hardware that's specifically customized around Bitcoin stuff. Like that sounds like potential problem uh, area yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think it's I think it's ultimately uh, there are trade offs and it's not ideal. Um, I think that. In terms of you know we we are, are are walking a very fine line as a company right and we've we have these kind of internal core principles not your keys not your Bitcoin and uh, you know I, I, I don't trust verify like we we uh, we adhere to a bunch of these core principles and we're, as we're building our products and, you know other teams are are as they're approaching their products they're making similar trade offs um, I, I'll, I'll give you kind of one example around this closed source discussion is. So for uh, Trezor, a lot of their stuff has been open source and they've had a lot of people rip them off, right? So they've had actual companies um, that have, uh, you know, literally taken the product almost wholesale, even packaging. Well, that's just and part so of the deal. I mean, I, it is. It's, it's got to be open deal. source or like you got a problem. I mean, like, I, I was reading on Reddit. It's like, oh, well, we have closed source firmware that gets pushed with ledgers. And someone was like, well, why would they do that? And it's like, so they can perfect the back door. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, well, that is, I, I, I mean, ultimately, I think that that, that that then comes down to incentives, right? And it is, you're, I mean, you're totally right that there is an issue. Well, I mean, we, we, we know, we know and, who's buying these physical devices. We, we, 
if you're not configuring it to use your own private your own private full node and you're using their full node, well, now you're letting them know what balances are associated yeah. with this oh. physical hardware that they ship to an, a known address with a name that maybe so so now they're just going to start appending like your bitcoin balances your credit report a lot of who, people who, would, who, could, who could they sell that to and, <laughs> right, i mean would that yeah. be valuable right, information right, right. to know <laughs> yeah a lot of people don't realize that for most hardware wallets again they're pinging out to a wallet service and they're using and you can because they're not using use their own network instances that's right, right. they're but using could, someone else's you could mode. use you could use um you know in, in, in with some of those devices um, you could fork some of the software, create your own. We've seen people do that. Oh, yeah. Use, Good luck with that. But, uh, but again, that's a usability. Thing, <laughs> they'd be right? using that's a armory if they knew how to do that. Right? So it's like, so there there are, um, and we specifically ex- have actually built, uh, we have what's called a, um, a sovereign recovery tool. So for every uh, key ring that's generated with Casa, we actually send you all the information um, and we call it you know the sovereign recovery process. And you can use Electrum, you can plug in the same devices, uh, and you can recover your funds in, in, totally independently. Yeah, us. yeah, because you, you so, guys, you guys are you're from what I understand, you're you're both software and hardware agnostic. That's right, that's right. And we have we have software apps. We make it really easy on iPhone. Android is almost done. We've had a lot of people asking, and Android version is almost done. So we're excited to get that out soon. Um, but we we do have the software interface. Um, but at any time, you know, if we disappeared, you're still protected because we've, we've created multiple ways. And a lot of our clients, they go through and they test this kind of sovereign recovery process before they'll even put funds on so that they well, know duh. that they have multiple ways out. <laughs> well, mean, you say duh, right? It's funny. I mean, like you say duh, but it's, it's, it is this kind of world to where a lot of people, they're used to just walking into a bank and everything. And it's, and it's crazy. Um, but a lot of people just have never had to question what it really means to be kind of at that sovereign level. Uh, and so we, we, at least as a company, are trying to drive more of that conversation, make it very real, you know, managing your keys, what the risks are, what the trade-offs are, um, but also create good user experiences. And that balance is really hard. The team, cost team has been amazing. Um, I can't say enough good things about the entire team on the engineering side, design side, client service side. It's really the nexus of those three that makes something unique um, and that makes it so that we can kind of continue to drive this forward. Again, we want to we want to get past all this key management stuff so we can get to the broader applications, so we can get people like living their lives, right? Um, yeah, but security so, is the foundation. Well, of course, of course. But the point there again is that if we get better key management, if people are holding their keys, if we're building like that types of type of world, we will get to a place to where we can start building other layers um, and building more applications that use that that use. Um, the fact that you have your keys and that are built for you uh, versus being built in a way like Coinbase or some of these other systems. Like we want to get away from that world. Yeah. So what are you most excited about in this whole industry, this whole space in general? Um, I, I mean, I, I love the, the cost nodes. Amazing. Lightning growth has been amazing. I'm excited. I mean, the, the whole proof of keys initiative, I think is perfect because it's driving people to be more aware of <clears throat> the keys themselves. But more than that, I think it's driving people to be aware of the responsibility that they have and that they can have and the power that they can have. Like what we're really interested in, our, our mission as a company is maximizing personal sovereignty and safety. So we think that those two words actually are really important together, sovereignty and safety. Um, if you, if, you know, you just throw somebody the sword, throw them the gun, throw them whatever, and the lightsaber and they like lop their foot off. And they lop their foot off. Like that's not good either. (laughs) We want a case to where they have, they have this extreme sovereignty. They have more and more options of sovereignty, but it's very clear on that, uh, you know, where they can be both safe and sovereign and where the risks are. 
Um, so I, I'm really and it's a bullish. process. It's a, it's process. a process. It's a learning process. It's a journey. That's why the kind of customer service piece is there. But ultimately, I'm really bullish and really excited about 2019 because I think that people are starting to become more aware of that. Um, you know, Proof of Keys initiative is being one of those, and we're we're very supportive of that. Um, but people are starting to become more aware, and then as as that happens and they grow and their experience and their knowledge of the space. You know, we're going to get again more uh, really interesting applications. We're going to get more people using just Lightning generally. Um, you know, I, I'd love to see not one Satoshi's place, but thousands and millions of Satoshi's places and other apps like them. Right? That like you know, a, a lot of the internet that's built today has been built off of this advertising ecosystem, um, and we need to get away entirely from that. So I'd like to see the whole internet rebuilt. There's been a lot of uh, blowback on Facebook recently. Someone needs to build a full new social network, right? And Patreon, and yeah. subscribe, all of it. I mean, all, all of it, this. right? We need to rebuild all of it. So. And, and I think we <laughs> underestimate, like you know, when you when you take those keys for yourself, you're you're empowering yourself. That's right. You're, you're growing right. a freaking spine. Yeah, that's hundred percent right. And if people are short Bitcoin, especially these exchanges, I mean, I highly doubt that it's a causation thing, but. You know, within the first week of 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 doing proof of keys, the Bitcoin price went up fifteen percent. Nice. Like, yeah. yeah, that's I mean, great. I don't, I don't think it's because Bravo. of proof of keys. But I mean, the the first introductory video had over a hundred thousand views in the first forty eight hours. I mean, amazing, amazing. It was kind of like when I did the interview about BIP one forty eight. Uh, went from two hundred nodes to twelve hundred nodes in the first uh, like forty eight hours, and so awesome. it like you you want you want the power, take the keys. That's Do it. your own network that's consensus. It. Like that's, that, that's the that's the bottom line. And so, you know, in conclusion, how are you guys helping people do that again? Again, we have yeah. Again, we have we have a key management service that if you are managing a lot of Bitcoin, we it's it's a good customer support, excellent designed app. Um, but it's multi sig, multi location, multi device. Um, that is ten thousand dollars a year. It is a premium product and, a, and a, at a, a pretty high price, but. Um, for someone that you know wants to manage their own keys but still have some usability and customer service, uh, it's a great solution. And then we have this uh, full node, the Bitcoin or the the Casa node for Bitcoin and Lightning, and uh, that is at three hundred dollars. Uh, plug and play node, easy to use. Get on Lightning, start using it. Um, you can get both keys.casa is one of the websites or store.casa. Both of those. Uh, to to try out any of those products or apply for the key service and, and the price point on the nodes and stuff. The price point on the nodes is three hundred dollars. Oh, that's interesting. So Bloomberg had an article. Uh, there were five million AML KYC Bitcoin users, active Bitcoin users in twenty sixteen. We have thirty five million in twenty eighteen. Uh, you look at chain analysis, number of Bitcoins. You look at the number of UTXOs between point zero one and one hundred BTC that have moved over the last three years, that's about 10 million coins total. Mm -hmm. So we're talking there's maybe 0.17 Bitcoin per active AML KYC Bitcoin user. Okay. Which is about the price, double the price of one of these nodes. Yeah. Why? So <laughs> if, you, if you actually think yeah. you have keys, like it's very simple, send them to this address right now. And you're going to find out really quick whether you actually have Bitcoin or not. Right. Wait, wait, so wait, what do you... Well, like, let's let's say exchanges are short because they're oh, yeah, fractionally yeah. reserved yeah. or something. Yes, I mean, yes, it, yes, yes. like, it's oh, very, yeah, it's yeah, very simple. Like, prove you have the keys. Send them to this address right here, right now. That, and they're either yep. going to send them or they're going to make an excuse. And if they make an excuse, yeah. would you say that's a legitimate reason to worry? I, it is definitely a reason to worry. I mean, even delays. Like, I, I think that the first time anyone uh, starts managing their own keys, there's this process when they first 
kind of pull it out of one of these systems that they're like tapping their fingers and they're like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And they realize, okay, this is, this is real when it lands. And whenever the, the Bitcoin's there, that's, there is this rush. There's a rush of empowerment. There's a rush of like freedom. Man, like it's freedom. It's, Monetary it's totally freedom. freedom. And it sovereignty. is freedom. It is, it is power. It is sovereignty. Um, and most people never go back. Like most people, why they, would you? I, exactly, exactly. I mean, I think that, I let's think go that, back to being a gelatinous blob. Yeah, like, it's, without a spine. It's, it is a it is a, a a very inspiring, powerful experience. And so I, I think we we want more and more people heading that direction. So proof of keys. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Uh, we've had Jeremy Welch, CEO of Casa. Uh, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Get a copy of the free Bitcoin guide at freebitcoinguide.com. Got a question or suggestion? Record your voice at bitcoin.kn. Don't be shy. To help the show, share bitcoin.kn with friends, post about it on Reddit, and otherwise spam the interwebs. Your iTunes comments and five-star reviews are very important to us. Please continue tuning in to the Bitcoin Knowledge Podcast, where we release interviews with the top people in the Bitcoin world. Now take some choline and let that Bitcoin knowledge consolidate. 